Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. I was kind of hoping you'd do like a, a finish my sentence type deal there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. We're not that in sync yet, apparently. <laughs> um, we are going to just dive right into our second iteration of the finance series. Woohoo! The first one, Bitch Better Have My Money, <laughs> we put out. Don't send us a cease and desist. I didn't sing it. I said it. Okay. She has no copyright on the words, Bitch Better Have My Money. You don't know that. Remember how You're right, Donald I don't know Trump that. in the 80s, like, uh, he copyrighted, like, OJ or something like that for what? orange juice. No, he didn't. No, I think it's a real thing. That was, like, one of his, like, get rich schemes was, like, copywriting common things so oh that he could see God. people. This was, like, an annoying thing he did before he was even president. That's so, ridiculous. I know, I know. I just took it there right at the very beginning it's easy to cut out if you need trumping it straight out the gate (laughs) so if you haven't listened to the last episode yet we kind of ran through the basics of finance for business stuff some do's and don'ts some terms you need to know so i would suggest starting there if you haven't listened to that one yet and today the hands down the biggest question we got julia was questions about why do you say my name because you're, you're part of the questions. It's because I asked the No, because it's they asked why. both of us. <laughs> no, I hey, submitted this question. You only have one submitted one question. But we got a lot of questions about revenue and debt. <laughs> I know. The D word. The dreaded D word. I'm crying. I know you are. But we, all, we got questions for, you know, personal debt and business debt. But we're, for this episode we're gonna mostly talk about business stuff okay 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 but you know if you're looking for personal debt tips this will help too and you know you're gonna have a lot to contribute to this today because you've been doing such a good job with your debt i have actually been doing an okay job a pretty okay okay yeah you can tell us about it when we get to that part so julia i'm gonna throw a statistic at you okay did you know that 50% of small businesses will fail within the first year. Oh my gosh, I feel so successful that I haven't <laughs> failed. Well, and it's been five and a half years. See? So, like, you could have failed five times by now. Oh my gosh. And you didn't. I haven't even failed once. I think they call that a success story. <laughs> Tell that to my bank account. Well, so, and that's the other thing, is that even when small businesses are, like, 
their doors are still open, only 40% of them are still profitable. Mm. So it takes a while. 30% tend to break even. Um, and 30% honestly are continually losing money. So do you want me to tell you which one? I, think <laughs> <laughs> I no, I don't. Um, <laughs> I honestly, it's like, I, I hope it makes people feel better because I think, and we've talked about this on like the social media episodes and stuff, how people can present a front on like Instagram and stuff. And you're like, damn, their business is doing amazing. Like, mm-hmm. why are they doing so much better than me? Chances are they're probably not. Totally. So I think just having those kind of like fact driven data sources with those statistics is, is helpful because agree. It's fucking hard. It and is. It's hard out there for a business pimp. A business pimp? <laughs> what is a business pimp? <laughs> is that me? Am I a business pimp? Oh my gosh, you are. There's that song, It's Hard Out There for a Pimp. Oh, oh, oh. Got it. I forget who sings that. Is that a Snoop thing? Yes. I don't know. I don't either. So, it's hard, right? It's yeah. Making money is the number one thing you want to do as a business. Yeah. But hands down. The hardest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when setting prices, managing cash and all that stuff, like it's really easy to forget about extra overhead and paying yourself. That is one of the biggest things people ask me all the time. How do I pay myself? How should I be paying myself? Like in what process and how much? So do you have a rule for that that you use? You my own rule a couple. is I have to have enough money to pay my babysitter every week. Okay. <laughs> That's the amount I know I have to have. As you can tell, I'm a very professional, put-together business person. <laughs> Basically, by Thursday when my nanny leaves, I need to have cash to give her. Got it. Okay. I'm going to give you a different tactic. Okay. You can try Julia's this- if you want. This is very helpful for me. I don't know if anybody else is listening, but thank you for this one-on-one business coaching session, Sam. You're welcome. Uh, I'll send you my invoice later. Great. Accounts payable. I was going to say. You're going to say the other one? My accounts receivable. Okay, great. Clearly learning. So a good rule of thumb to keep in mind when you're running a business just strictly on your own is you want to keep 50% of every dollar, right, that you, if this is just you running the business on your own, this is how I'd set it up, 50% of every dollar you keep, 30% should be saved for taxes, and 20% is in your account to pay for things like marketing, office supplies, you know, all your expenses, the things that you have to pay for each month. Um, I... And that kind of comes into play with how you need to charge and how you need to make your prices. Do you have a price model you use? No. Okay. I can tell by your face the answer is no. It's an awkward silence. What do they call that? (laughs) Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Uh, Well, no. I will say I double my cost. Mm -hmm. Uh, to figure out what my wholesale price is going to be. And then I add a little bit more to that to build in, like I basically add an extra $2, I think, to kind of cover whatever, I don't know what you said, but 
expenses Ex- like whatever the random yeah. expenses are where I'm just like that that's my like oh shit I messed up two dollars extra in there and then I double that yeah then that's my how I get my wholesale cost and then I double that for retail I mean that works I like it I think when it comes to people who are like doing services you know product retail is a whole different animal which I feel like you could actually do a really good episode on that on like the model and all that stuff because I've, I learned it by accident. Well, that's fine. You still <laughs> learned it. That's how, who doesn't learn shit <laughs> by <true>. accident? <laughs> One of the things I see a lot of times is people, they're charging what they want to take home. And that's a big mistake because then you're not saving that extra money for taxes and for expenses and for, you know, like we talked about yesterday with the budget when shit hits the fan. Yeah. So setting in that pricing model with padding is just really really essential for a small business. And I know it's really tempting for a small business to be like, well, I don't want to charge too much because I need clients and I yeah. need this. And it's like, yes, but also you, you need to make money mm-hmm. and not shut the doors. So to, to make the same paycheck that you would make, say like as an employee, you know, somewhere where you're not the, the head bitch in charge. Yeah, where you don't have like the responsibility of overhead yes yeah you would just need to double or even like triple your your old hourly rate or standard rate whatever to kind of come out in the same place so my advice is to start it from the beginning because I know a lot of people when they launch a new business they're like oh well I'm not gonna take take a a a cut you know or make any profit for myself personally until the business is profitable which I think is a mistake because then your pricing model gets kind of fucked up because yeah. you you need to build it in from the get-go what you're going to pay yourself, what your costs are going to be, and then setting aside that money for taxes. So say you started out your brand new newbie business and you're like, well, I'm going to charge a lower rate so people will start buying my stuff and then I'll increase the prices. That's not no. – so many people do that and that's just not the way to do it. You need and to, it's so much harder to like raise – your prices. Yeah. People get pissed. Yeah. Even like Steven um, at the barbershop, they, I think they raised the price of a haircut, like literally $5 and they haven't raised it in over five years mm-hmm. and people lost their minds. Yeah. I like bet. price increases scare people. They totally do. So it's something that if you're a new business, you need to really map it out and set it kind of in stone. The bare minimum you would need to make in order to kind of break up that 50, 30, 20 amount of percentages. but And even then, like, go a little bit higher. Right. Because there is that, like, oh, shit kind of margin that you yes. need to, like, protect yourself so that, yeah, you can't, you can't raise your prices later because it will just make people mad. Yeah. So it's better to set things higher to begin with because that's what they'll be used to. Right. And... Yeah, like you said, like if what if something happens where, you know, you've you've made a budget, you're like super proud of yourself for categorizing your how you're gonna pay yourself, how you're gonna pay people, how you're gonna pay your taxes, and that's it. Your budget zeroes out with all the expenses that you map out for with your income. You don't you're not gonna have the same amount of expenses every month. Like totally shit fluctuates, like something breaks, or you know, you have to put a deposit down for something else. Like 
It uh, takes you twice as long to ship something as yeah. you thought it would, and now you have to pay people twice as much to ship your products or yeah. whatever it is. Like, there's things you can't always totally pay for. Yeah, that so that like that padding, as I like to call it, I just think that is maxi padding. No, no, that's uh, that's different. Yeah, it's okay. different. We don't we don't use those anymore. Thinks padding. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Topic. Um, sponsored by. Sponsored by. Thinks. Carefree. Maxi pads. My drag race podcast is actually sponsored by that. And I'm like, hey, I know you dress like women, but you guys don't actually don't know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. So that's kind of my quick brief take on that if you have like specific questions because I know every business is different you know and everybody's got different circumstances there's no template for it there's no like one size fits all you can always dm us or send an email there's a contact form on the website and you know I'll help you the best I can I mean I also think one of the things that's been the most helpful for me in general like not even just with pricing but Mm -hmm. just kind of with other things is to like a really good gauge is to see what other people are doing yeah if unless you have like the most unique product or service around and there's nobody else you can compare it to that seems kind of rare like there has to be somebody who's doing something comparable where you could be like oh okay they're charging this much more than I was even thinking of charging so cool like I can go a little bit lower or right around the same price and be right in there with my competition from the get-go. Yeah, I think it's super important to do competitive analysis when you're kind of looking at these new price models. Sam has the fancy way of saying it. I was just... Stop it. Um, But I think that, you know, because you can't go look at one brand and be like, oh, that's what they're charging? Cool, I'm going to charge two bucks less. You need to get a comprehensive, like, overview of all the competitors in your field so you can see kind of like what the trends are because, you know, you might look at one company and see their price but not realize that they actually have income from X, Y, and Z too so they mm-hmm. can fluctuate that price a little more. Yeah, and there's going to always be a range of like yeah. high to low and like Sam was talking about on the other episode, there's people like Gap who purposefully like raise their prices yeah. or like have high prices so that they can have market down. Yeah, percent off all the time. Trick yeah. 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 So... Yeah, look at look at a few different things and do your competitive analysis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about the D word, Julia. Ooh. Not the D. <laughs> We're not going to No, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> I stopped myself. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about debt. Gulp. Gulp. Um, debt, like I said was Hands down, the biggest question that was asked on uh, the form. My thing that I like to tell people with business debt or with personal debt is like you have to think of debt like a diet. There's no magical overnight cure. Unless somebody dies and gives you a shit ton of money, then you can pay off your debt. I don't want anyone to die, but I want someone to just hand me a shit ton of money. Right. And that very rarely happens. Damn it. I know. Um, <laughs> so my lottery tickets on fire. Yeah. So there's no, there's no miracle answer for it. It's something that you have to work at. It's something you have to structure and it's something you have to commit to. So 
you, Julia, have been working on paying off some debt. So the first thing that you did, right, was figure out how much debt you owe across your accounts. Yeah. Tell me that's what you did. I did. Okay, good. <laughs> I hate it. I don't even want to, like, admit that it's there. I don't like to look at well, it. Well, I... Okay, so I tell Stephen this all the time because Stephen ha- is always been a cash on hand type of human you know he doesn't like debt he's mm-hmm. very in the Dave Ramsey like state of mind have you ever read that book um I know I god I forget what it's called but he's very like penny pincher until yeah. you make your bucks like drive a beater car mm-hmm. until you can afford to like pay off all your debt and things like that I mean that's kind of the mindset Dusty and I have always had the only debt he and I have ever really had like we own everything that we own Opelands <laughs> except we own everything if you watch Drag Race you would I'm understand sorry. that reference it's fine go ahead um but our house was like the only debt we had ever had until dun 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 <laughs> I started my business. Yeah. And, um, and you know, accrued debt there. And it's really stressful because yeah. it's not something that, like, I planned for or, you know, it just kind of snuck up on me. Totally. And, I mean, and this is how I was explaining it to Stephen, like, debt is a crucial part of how just kind of, I don't want to say capitalism, but, like, how our country works. You know, we need credit. People don't have enough money on hand to buy things, to make more things, to make more money. You know, it's like, it's a cycle and debt and credit exists for a reason. And we're the same way. Like we don't, you know, it's not like we go on shopping sprees and put it on a credit card. Like if something crazy happens, we have the credit card for that reason. Yeah. And that's the mentality that we stick to. And then we pay it off every month. But If you've accrued a bunch of debt because you opened a business or you had some gigantic kind of shit storm happen that you had to pay for. really bad allergies. Yep. And you had to pay thousands of dollars for skin treatments. (laughs) Oh, poor Rufus. Um, There are a couple different ways that you can kind of go about paying off debt, whether it's personal or business. And the first one, which I know you know, is the snowball method. Woo. So the gist of it is that you pay off debt starting kind of with the small balance first. And then your monthly payment from that debt gets applied to the next biggest debt until it's like just totally paid off. Um, Then, you know, both of the monthly payments go towards the next one and then it goes on till they're all paid. So so on, so on. Is that how you did it? Yeah, basically I whenever I have like I I said, I'm not exactly some finance pro here, but. Whenever I get, like, a chunk of money, Mm -hmm. I usually just kind of throw it at my credit card. And um, I have one small, like, really small credit card that's just kind of, I've had forever Mm -hmm. that had, like, you know. Business or personal? Personal. That had, like, a couple thousand dollars on it that Mm -hmm. it just has kind of been like that forever. But it was also adding to the other, my business credit card debt Mm -hmm. so then when I added those two together I was like oh that couple thousand just like adds to the overall number and I really wanted to get rid of it but instead of just like taking like a thousand dollars and like throwing it at that card and a thousand dollars and throwing it at that card and being done with it which is kind of what was tempting to me to do yeah I've just been taking like 
300 bucks a month and and not putting anything on it and then now it's almost gone good and so then I'm able to like take the extra you know if I had that like 500 that I would have just thrown at that card I still put that other 200 towards the bigger Mm -hmm. card um so I'm still like paying both of those but one of them is almost gone yeah I don't know if I explained that well no I get I get what you're saying um I don't know if that's traditional snowball method but it's, yeah. it's pretty close um because really the way with that one is is you want to do just one debt at a time yeah right so starting with the smallest balance and then applying it to the next largest one and so on and so on and i mean you still have to make payments on all your stuff no matter what yes yeah i'm talking about extra yeah yeah so then yeah so that's what no I'm defaulting like, on shit here okay exactly. so all i'm saying is the extra that i normally would have put towards the bigger card I was applying it to the smaller got it okay I think that's a better way of explaining it yeah good delete everything else I just said erase (laughs) um so and the thing with the snowball method that they they talk like by they I mean financial gurus am I allowed to say guru is that on the list of words we're not allowed to say anymore I don't know financial smart people (laughs) um <laughs> is that like the mental health benefit of the snowball method it seems to be the best for people because there's like a satisfaction in accomplishing small goals in a short amount of time that is a better motivator to keep you going. Whereas like if you're working to save up a huge amount, you know, to pay off that big credit card, it's hard to kind of keep that momentum when because it takes obviously longer mm-hmm. to rack up 10 grand as opposed to like two so if you're just waiting to get more money, waiting to get more money, you, you're going to lose steam a little bit. Totally. So they they say that that one's like the best one in terms of staying motivated to get rid of your debt. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Um, but, you know, there are people and I am one of them who like the opposite approach, you know, so starting by paying off the debt with the highest interest rate because that's the one that's ultimately costing you the most money. Yeah. Um, and then putting extra money towards the principal every month that reduces the amount of interest that you owe. But this one can be tougher mentally because it could be a while to see kind of the progress, you know, and see the dent in things. Um, but the longer you stick with it, the faster you'll see the balance drop. So yeah, that's the one I like, but that's because I am very much like a get it done yeah. type person. <laughs> Me too. It just sucks when the money is not flowing in yes. to get it done yeah that's where it's really frustrating <laughs> well and that's where too like if you're if your mindset is more of like the snowball mentality like you need the motivators like that method makes it harder so yeah. if you are kind of in a spot where you're not having like consistent cash flow I would actually recommend the opposite approach of starting with paying off the the bigger ones. So you're not paying just for that m- interest. Yeah, just for your, your mind's sake. And that's just me. If you're fine with, like, taking it slow and, you know, doing it methodically and all that stuff, like, that's kind of too where Steven and I differ. He's very slow and methodical, and I'm like, done's better than perfect. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I will say that because it's been motivating for me to see, like, this one card almost be gone. Yeah. Um, the other thing, and I've been like, I'm determined. It's like on one of, it's like, I wrote down my 
goals for the year and uh-huh. it's like paying down my debt. That I'm is like so my proud main of you goal for, doing for the year. That. <laughs> and um and I have been extra motivated because of seeing this other uh balance go down so Good. much. It has motivated me overall and like to just like pay it down. And one of the things that I've been determined to do is not add to my balance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that's like really easy to get caught up in with the debt stuff is that you're kind of like, um, you know, like, oh, this unexpected, like, you know, expense came in for my business. I got to just throw it on my card or whatever. Whereas yeah. like, I'll give myself a couple days to be like, hey, is there a wholesale order I can kind of hustle that will help me cover the cost, this unexpected cost? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll try to figure out a way to come up with the cash to cover whatever that expense is instead of throwing it on my card. I think that's great. And I have been trying to hold less inventory. Oh, okay. Which is kind of annoying because I have to do a little bit extra runaround, but it has meant that I have less overhead. Uh Uh-huh. So then I have to have, I, it means it's less cash that I have to have, like, out of my pocket at once. And that has been another thing that seems to have helped me not have to add to the debt while I'm paying it off. Look at you minimizing expenses and budgeting shit. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. Even if you didn't know you were doing it. I know. You were Thanks doing for it. making me sound so much fancier than <laughs> I no, thought I was. That's great. And that kind of, um, you know, one of the things that I like to, to suggest to people is to make, when you're paying off debt is to make a to be budget and I know like I just told you to make another budget and you're like god fucking damn it Sam I don't have all the google sheets in the world but if paying off a debt is a big goal for you like I would make a to be budget which is you know whichever method you decide to go okay, excuse me yeah to be does that mean like to, the T-O. number two nope t-o okay b-e okay like bride to be Okay, gotcha. Budget to be. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) Then this is what something you want to do in the beginning when you're mapping it out and kind of trying to decide your plan of action. Um, Assuming you planned all of your business up front, which I did not. Well, no. So what I'm saying is you just write down your debt in the order you want to tackle it, you know, the amount that you'll pay towards it each month and then the number of months it'll take you to get there. So it's a budget for your debt. Does that make sense? Oh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah, and there are actually to do that. <laughs> there's some uh, apps you can use to do it, like Mint. Have you ever used Mint? I did use that. Mint is good for a uh, to be budget, like paying off your debt. And then there's also an app called You Need a Budget. <laughs> oh, I had that. How, did you like it? I did, but I was using it for personal stuff, and then it oh, just. Uh-huh. It's too hard to manage all of that stuff at once. Yeah, drop personal budgets are just like the first thing to go out the window when you're yeah. busy because it's like, eh, it's fine. I know how much money to spend. <laughs> um, there's money there. There's not money there. Yeah, that's how I manage. Black and white, great. <laughs> <laughs> but I like you know using apps or programs like that just to to keep you on track because it has the built-in reports and it has notifications and it can kind of be a way to help keep you accountable. Yeah. So make a to-be budget done well in the future that's my homework okay great um the last thing i'll say about debt right because we've talked about a couple ways you can pay it off and then um an easy kind of trick to help you keep on top of it and organized but here's the big thing which i know people hate but it's accountability 
you, when you make the decision that you're going to pay off a debt, tell people about it. It's kind of like when you go on a diet, you know, like it's, you tell your friends and family about it. And so you let them know, Hey, here's my plan. I'm paying off this debt. And so then you have other people who are holding you accountable. And also it makes it easier to be like, no, I can't spend money on that. Like, no, I can't do this because they know you have a goal that you're working towards and they can't fuck with it. That's smart. Does that make sense? Like, I I know no, one of the hardest things to do is it's kind of hard to admit. Yeah. Or it can be. It is totally. For me, it's really hard for me to look at that number and be like, ugh, I did this to myself. Yeah. Like, I, that number is scary. I don't like it. I don't want to talk about it. But then talking about it to other people. Like, one, I remember talking to Sam about it. Me? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. You. <laughs> We're talking to each other. <laughs> I'm just telling the people out there. I was I talking to my friend Sam. <laughs> Didn't know it was another Sam. <laughs> From Save, not Save by the Bell. Who's the boss? <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, named after the Samantha from Bewitched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Samantha Stevens. Fun fact, when I was little, I wished my name was Samantha. Really? A.K.A. Sam, a.k.a. Tony Danza's daughter on Who's the Boss. Are you in a single white female me? Oh, God. That was terrifying. <laughs> what was I talking about? You were talking about... So, it's... It can be, like, kind of embarrassing, oh, yeah. yes. essentially, to, to tell people that you have debt. Yeah, but I told Sam, and then she looked at my number, and she was like, that's not that bad. I've yeah. seen way worse. And yeah. I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt like I was the biggest loser in the world. And no. she was like, no, you're, like, not even up there with, like, the... like." biggest stuff I've seen. You would be amazed. The average American has, I think the last statistic was about 30,000 in credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Like not even like stuff like how, like a mortgage or shit like that. Just on their credit cards, $30,000. I literally have a stomachache thinking about it. Yeah. You and me both. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm hungry. I know you've already said that. <laughs> said that in the last podcast too am i starving you what's happening here just like the time that we're recording i didn't have a snack time for second breakfast Mm -hmm. um fourth meal sponsored by taco bell (laughs) i mean they do have those vegetarian options now taco bell has potato tacos that's what i mean Mm -hmm. were they good i haven't tried them yet i tried the del taco uh oh beyond meat mm -hmm. were those good I was underwhelmed, to oh, be honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so anyways, <laughs> after our vegetarian Mexican fast food review, <laughs> I really highly suggest telling people about your plan. And you don't have to tell them the number. You don't have to be like, I'm going to pay off $15,000 worth of debt. You can just tell them, I have a sizable chunk of, of debt that I'm going to pay off. It's going to take me six months which is where your to-be calendar comes in. Exactly. Because you'll ha- already have it mapped out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and let's be honest, like, it's so much easier to give up on something when you made the decision in secret as opposed mm-hmm. to telling people about That's it. That's so true. Like, pretty much every... Like, if you hadn't said, I'm getting up and going to the gym... It's true. I probably wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I wouldn't have. That's okay, why I haven't admitted it. I'm not doing lives it. lives here. My own life. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's like, 
you need that support from people because money shit's hard and mm-hmm. it's not fun, as we've said a few times. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, obviously, if there's that many people asking about paying off debt, like, this is clearly, if that was the number one question that submitted to us. Yeah, everybody's having it. Yeah, how many people asked about it, do you think? We had about 35 questions submitted total from mm-hmm. individual 35 individuals. Only one of those was me. I know. <laughs> um, but I would say over 20 were about debt. Wow. That's a big, That's big a percentage. Yeah. yeah. We could start a debt support group with that amount of people. Hi, my name's Julia. <laughs> I have accrued debt. Uh, so get support from those who are closest to you you know they'll cheer you on give you a a boost if you need it you know if you're feeling kind of burnt out because saving (laughs) who has fun saving money spending money is the best yes (laughs) saving money is garbage and no one likes to do it but we have to do it so it'll be easier you know to plan budget-friendly activities or whatnot or shopping habits you know spending money on a shit ton of clothes that's my downfall. Mm-hmm. Shopping. Yeah. I know. I really don't shop that much right now. I literally only shop when I tell myself I'm not going to shop. Because I'm just that person where I'm like, you tell me I can't have something. All of a sudden, I'm like, look at all these cute clothes. I need them all. <laughs> um, I like to make deals with myself where like I'll treat myself to something if yeah. I do something and sometimes it's cleaning out my closet and then going to Buffalo Exchange. Cute. That's and, fun. Yeah. And then selling it. And then I'm like, okay, I made $100 so I can buy myself something. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. There you go. Um, so you, do you have anything else you want to add on debt? No. I think just knowing all of this that people are not alone yeah and I like the idea of like telling somebody even if you don't tell them the number right even if you want to dm me and tell me that you're paying <laughs> off that we won't tell anybody no it's a secret everybody has it everybody I mean, has it then good for you well and I'm proud of you yeah and i think you deserve to go on a shopping spree <laughs> you want to encourage people julia um th- I really honestly think that people underestimate how many people are in the same boat as them, you know, because the other common question we got was like, how much money you should be making in the first year? Like, what if you're not making any money in the first year? And it's like, literally, 50% of businesses are not working out the first year. And if you make it past that first year, you're a rock star. Yeah. In my mind. And I will say coming from a household that's solely self-employed currently mm-hmm. um my husband owns his own business I have my own business and so much of what we do like is something that can be written off yep. you know like oh, our, yes. our home office all of those things so like our income after we look at all of our write-offs looks so low yeah. but then every year we look and we're like well every year we've grown our businesses Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we have like had a a large net income increase but our gross has increased yeah so it's like well that's generally what happens like if your business is growing and you're making more money you're also spending more money to make more product or you're taking on you know new people that you have to pay or getting a bigger office like there's just there's expenses that come along with making more money 
Yeah, so I think if you're looking at your net and feeling unsuccessful, you know, and thinking that you're not taking home a ton of money so you're not a huge success, I think that that's, I mean, you shouldn't look at it that way. If that's, you know. Nothing but net. Swish. Did you like that? The worst references for, the, for us to be making sports references. <laughs> sports references. Ralph references. I do sports. <sighs> yeah. Um, I think that's a good point, Julia. I'm sorry I had to interrupt it with a horrible joke. That's fine. That's what usually my job. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's all I have that to it? say. That's all I got oh to say gosh. on debt. I'm trying to keep it nice and concise because okay. I know... <sighs> Money shit's overwhelming for yeah. a lot of people. And I will say this too, like when I started to like get really overwhelmed by my debt situation and I like made this decision that I was like, I have to pay this down. Like I can't live like this anymore. And it yeah. was like living with it was stressing me out. And I was like, I have to figure out what to do. I just sat there like Googling stuff mm-hmm. and there's nothing out there. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you just have to figure out how to make enough money to cover your expenses. <laughs> right. And pay down your debt. Yeah. And nobody has a magic answer for like handing you a chunk of money. Unless someone dies. Right. And don't. Don't kill anyone. Yeah. I was going to say, if you turn around and take out some life insurance policy <laughs> after this podcast, we are not liable. No. We didn't suggest that. No. We are saying by an act of Beyonce, someone dies. Because act of God. Get it? Got it. Got it. I bow down to Beyonce. <laughs> um, like, don't don't kill anybody for no. the sake of making a profit, guys. That's not no. cool. But <laughs> I honestly, it, it's I can't believe sometimes the things I have to tell people when dealing with money with their businesses where mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, so you're not making as much money as you want to be making. Stop spending so much money mm-hmm. on stuff you don't need to be spending it on. That's, I think that's a huge piece of it is like really looking at your money and yeah. being like, what are you spending money on? Is there stuff you could cut down yeah. or cut out? And that's where you're going to find the extra money to put towards the debt. Yeah, totally. And like how we talked about implementing a system like QuickBooks and having a budget, you will see very quickly where your money is going. And, you know, there's some parts of it where you're like, okay, well, clearly I'm not, my rent's not going to change. Like that amount is going to stay the same. But if you're seeing that you're spending a lot of money on like stuff for styling, like probably unnecessary things... Why are you laughing? Because I'm looking at you. (laughs) You know, like, or if you're right, you're, I know people do this a lot because they own their own business. So they want to spend the money to write it off, which is good and makes sense. But if it puts you in a hole, what's the point? Yeah. So stop writing off your fucking hair appointments and, you know, going out to these big expensive dinners and putting it on the credit card when you're trying to. A, make an income, or B, pay off debt. Mm-hmm. It's really as simple as that, and people just don't think about it because, like we said, spending money is really fun. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and no one knows that better than us. Yeah. So. Those... I'm going to cancel that cruise I just booked. Well, you should, because I just listened to an episode of Crime Junkie about some girl that went missing on a cruise, and I'm never going on one ever because people die. Over 200 people go missing a year on cruise ships. Did you know that statistic? Oh 
yeah, no cruise ships for us. Okay. They fall off the side. Either that or people kill them. Where's the body? I don't know. Probably in the ocean. This has been Pretty Okay True Crime Podcast. (laughs) So, I mean, this is kind of where I was going to end with the finance series of stuff because of the questions that we got. If there's an overwhelming amount of questions or people who feel like I didn't answer what they want to talk about, like I said, DM us, email us, contact form us. Whatever you and need to if do. Ha- if you have any tips or if you have anything you want to share yeah. to like make other people feel better, yeah, um, we can you know we can share that too. Yeah, and we have been kind of talking about putting together some kind of forum type thing on the site because I get people all the time asking for a chat room. <laughs> we should do a chat room. <laughs> um, we'll make it like on a Zanga page. Do you remember Zanga? No. No, no. I loved saying it, it was like an AOL screen name. Did you have Live Journal? No. Oh, okay. Were you too old or too young? No, I think it just wasn't into it. Oh, okay. it was just kind of whatever era yeah. I was living in. Yeah. When well, was that? I think I was in middle school, so you would have been in high school. Mm. But I definitely had AIM Instagram yeah, name. I had that. Did we talk about this the other day? Mine was Sam Love Skater Guys. Oh, yeah. We did talk about that. It's because my middle school boyfriend was G-Skater 99. So, Sam Love Skater Guys. <laughs> I was still stick SK8? by that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Of course it was. Are you kidding? <laughs> Is there any other way to spell skate? No. <laughs> so, we want to, you know, start kind of comp- compiling resources for you guys because... We do get asked, like, I need help with someone to help me put together a media kit or help me put together this, you know, like, and we know that a lot of people who listen to us have these Mm -hmm. skills that could be utilized and you guys do a lot of cool things. So we're going to start working on that. What's your Enneagram? I'm the helper. What number is that? Two. I'm a three. Yeah. The achiever. Mm. I think is what it's called. Unless I made that up. No, I think that's it. (laughs) I'm just here to love you and support you i'm gonna cry no i'm not i don't have feelings okay all right thanks for listening you guys should we do an enneagram episode i don't know enough about it i esther can you come do an enneagram episode for us (laughs) she's my enneagram not guru god damn it i can't say that word okay bye bye